Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey gang, back for another edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. And it's time to move the goalposts, or is it? I know or is it's it, not, yeah. Yeah, right. I know it's not... Um, you know, football season now, but I think it's worth having this conversation, Phil, with everything's been happening in the last couple of weeks here, just in general. I mean, it's still been a a choppy uh, financial environment. So we want to talk about moving your retirement goalposts. Is it worth the risk, right? Right. So is it worth, you know, kind of doing that at what, you know, what what kind of effects it might have on uh, whatever your plans or strategy might be, and are you accounting for those? So that's going to be the topic this week on the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, all that good stuff. We certainly appreciate it. And if you enjoy the content, share with others who might also benefit from the message. Again, you can find it on whatever platform you like using. Just type in Phil's Tax Hacks into the search box, let's say for Apple Podcasts or on YouTube or whatever. And uh, don't forget to hit that little heart or subscribe button. We'd certainly appreciate it. All right, my friends. So how are you? Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Are you moving your retirement goal? Yeah. Are you moving your retirement goal post at all? Nope. Nope. Never changed. Never changed. I I probably probably won't retire as my wife says. Yeah. Just it'll look different. But I mean, that's the funny thing with retirement, right? Right. I mean, everyone has this idea of retirement as I stop working on this day. Well, no, not really. Not necessarily. Yeah. What is it? What is it to you? It's just changing how and when you work, if you want to work, working on your own terms. So, well, yep. you know, tough years certainly yeah, make, it is. make it easier for people to ponder this question, yeah. right? Because they're like, oh, well, maybe I should this, maybe I should that. So right. let's jump into a couple of quick points I've got I want to run through. Uh, cash can certainly be an element. And of course, we just did a podcast on, on a couple of weeks ago on the, the whole bank uh, issue that was going mm-hmm. on. Um, but sometimes people say, hey, I need this safety blanket, right? I need the right. security of... X amount of dollars of cash in the bank in order to feel comfortable. And if I don't have that, maybe I should push out my retirement date. I plan to retire on X date, but I wanted to have X number in my savings account. And I don't have that yet. So right. therefore I need to push that retirement goalpost back. What do you think? Um, it, cash is one of those funny things to, to your point. I mean, it's, it's a security, security blanket, right? Yeah. It gives people the, the warm fuzzies of looking at the bank statement is saying, oh, I've got X amount there. And yeah, you absolutely need some reserve money and cash. But to me, cash should be that that reserve money is kind of the rainy day. I never hope to ever spend it, but it's an emergency. If you know right. the furnace goes out, if the roof leaks, I need to buy it, you know, do a brand new roof. I'm not scrambling trying to figure out where I'm going to get it. Just I've got cash in the bank. I can pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know, so to me, that's that is what it, it should be used for long term. You know, now, yeah, tactically, like our managers, they'll use cash as a hedge, you know, a place to, to go to safety for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. But that's not a long term strategy. This is what I'm thinking, how we're talking about it is somebody's more long term goal of having X amount in cash in the bank. Right. Yeah. You know, the, I'll use this. Uh, this yeah. It's a younger person's story, Phil. But I mean, we have we have you work with people of all ages, primarily yeah. retirees and pre-retirees. But my daughter, for example, uh, she's got her, you know, she's got her first real career. We've talked about it a little bit before. She's making good money for, for the first time in her life. And she likes seeing her savings account grow. And she's yeah. like, well, I'm going to do this 
but I'm going to save a little bit more first before I do this, right? Whatever that looks like. Right. So she's playing this fun game with herself of how big can I get it to grow, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and for a retiree, it's the same kind of thing. Well, you know, I, I got 50 in the bank, but maybe I need 75 to feel better, right. right? You know, or whatever. So it's real easy to kind of talk yourself into this moving goalpost, but it may not always be the wisest move. I mean, do you have a hundred thousand dollar emergency that you need emergency funds for? Right. Right. And, and there's, you know, it comes back to the discussion we had when we were talking with the banks. It's all about positioning assets for a time. Right. And personally, again, we've talked about this several times. We use that now soon and later bucket concept. Yeah. Cash that's now bucket, right. That's money or now bucket money in the bank, just in case emergency, never really plan on spending it. The biggest risk there is number one, you're never keeping up with inflation. Mm-hmm. You know, people are thinking, oh, but I'm getting 4% today, 5%. That's awesome. It is. It's great. Right. What's inflation? Right. right. You know, it's eight, nine. So at the end of the day, there's no time in history that cash has ever kept up with inflation. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I mean, it should be that, that money just in case an emergency type money Soon, I mean, that's money you spend in that shorter period of time, the next 10 to 11 years. That needs to be invested differently. You've got to keep up with inflation. Yeah, maybe a short period of of time in that that soon bucket is cash, right? You know, for the next year or so, depending on your scenario and retirement, et cetera. But again, cash as a long-term investment, you've Mm -hmm. got to be really careful. Yeah. It's easy to get in, you know, like your daughter, get in that habit of I like seeing it grow. Sure, it's a fun game. It is, but but the reality is you've got to understand what the true value of that money is long term, right? And and if it if if it's a long term goal, cash should not be the investment. Okay, so that never works out. There you go. So that's one place to ponder whether or not uh, it's worth moving that goalpost. How about this next one? The yep. uh, the I'll get serious about it next year person. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, this year, Phil. It's it's pretty rough. well. Last year, Phil, twenty two was it was a kind of a yeah. tough market year. Yep. Uh, well, you know they're saying at twenty three that we 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 still have recession looming and they're uh, inflation still high. To your point a second ago, so maybe I'll get serious about this next year, right? Mm-hmm. You find a reason to push that goalpost, right? And, and the challenge with that is that all of a sudden you're at that point of I'm there. <laughs> right? There's I mean, no more yardage to gain. You're at the goal line. Right? Yeah. I mean, think, think of, you know, those of you that have kids, right. You're, you're having, you had kids younger on. It's like, Oh, you know, I can't believe they're already in high school. How they're graduated. Oh, they're married. You yeah. know, it's yeah. in retirement's the same way. It's like, you know, Oh, I, I got 15 years before retirement long ways, you know, all of a sudden it's like five years out. What, what's going on? You know, so don't, get yourself in that scenario of pushing that goal push down, the, you know, the line to your point. Yeah. I mean, you run out of yardage at some point. I mean, at 70, what are you going to do? Are you going to still work? You know, yeah. do you want to work? So have a plan, yeah. you know, up front. Don't, don't let your plan be, I'm going to move it based on what's going on in the market. Cause you'll have just a crazy retirement. You're or always going to be house. uneasy, not knowing what's right. going on. Yeah. I mean, or even you know? in your house, right? Well, we got, we right. got to remodel the kitchen before we retire. So yep. let's back it up a year. Well, right. okay. We remodeled the kitchen. We need to probably remodel our bathroom before we, re- mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's easy to find another thing. Is it truly it worth always, it? Yeah. yeah. Do the analysis and find out, well, okay, well, can we remodel the bathroom and still go ahead and retire? Like, right. Find right. that information out. Then you may not have to move that goalpost. And that's, to me, the key is understand the math up front. Do the planning, right? Run your math, run the plan out to see how does it work. 
if you have some of these bigger expenses, let's make sure they get in the plan. Understand that, hey, I want to do the but you know, a bath, a kitchen, I want to do large travel, whatever it is. Right. Put the numbers in there. So now at least it's out there and you know. And I'm not saying you never want to move these. Yeah, you might at some point. You might point, need right? to, sure, but find but then, out, like but, get the data. Yeah. Right. But then it's a decision. It's an informed decision that, hey, I was going to retire this year, but based on what's going on, you know, and we want to do X, I think I'm going to wait a year. Great. There's nothing wrong with that. Sure. But not, now it's, it's the discussion we've already had, the plans built out. There's a reason behind it, you mm-hmm. know, and it's not just, oh, I don't want to, you know, I think I should wait a year because of whatever. And, but you've never really run the the analysis up front right. to understand at, what at that your point, scenario just, is. Yeah. At that point, you're just talking yourself into it by creating various excuses. Right. Valid, you'll you'll probably never not. be yeah. comfortable with retirement then because there's always going to be something. There's yeah. always something going to come up. It's just this life, right? Yep, it is. Yeah. It's easy to do. So again, yep. you know, don't let some of these things be a crutch, right? Find out the data. And then if you need Absolutely. to make a decision, then great. Cause now you've got the data to go with it uh, right. along with risk, which is our third one here. Uh, yep. I should reduce my risk. You know, so people often say, well, if I can get X number in savings, we talked about that and then I'll get conservative. So I don't have to take as much risk. Right. So we always right. kind of find this kind of, uh, you know, justification. But then, of course, leading up to 22, Phil, we had great markets for a while. Right. So it's easy to want to eke out a little more money, right? Yep. I, I got to squeeze out a little, yeah, a little more, a <laughs> little more. And then 22 happens and now you take a hit because you didn't adjust your risk. And now you, right. think, well, I got to work. Well, see, now I was right. I got to work longer. So you can, and, and then you like, get the, that recency bias of, oh, well, yeah. I just, I got to get back to where I was. And then I'll, you know, and then like, I can, yeah. yeah, exactly. So adjust your risk now and start making the right moves, right? Yeah. So risk, risk is a funny thing. I mean, you've got to understand, first of all, what you're comfortable with upfront, you know, and that changes a little bit over time with different events in life and, and that. But, understand what you're comfortable with and and don't invest beyond that because you're going to get yourself in a scenario like this year, you know, everyone thought they were probably more risk averse than what they were leading up to to 2022 because, Hey, things are going up. Yeah. We've got some volatility, but yeah, look at the pandemic. I mean, that bounced right back. We're, yeah, this is great. We've got this, you know, and then we, we get into more traditional long-term bear markets like we're seeing, it's like, okay, well, no, this is really how things happen traditionally. I mean, it's a longer stretched out environment, you know, so understand what you're comfortable with before you get into it and in position risk the right way. Um, And and we've talked about the risk on both sides of it, right? There's that investor that, oh, I've got to up the risk a little bit because I got to make up for some time, some lost time. Yeah, That's a dangerous game to play. Um, now, now you better be ready to push retirement out maybe years if you're playing that game, trying to catch up and now you get caught in the other side of that market. Right. Yeah. You know, um, or the other side, taking it way too conservative because oh, now, now I'm retired. I got to pull everything back. I got to be really conservative. Yeah. How are you going to grow money for 30 years? Right. Hopefully you're in retirement for 25, 30 years more, right. Depending on your age and what that looks like for you, you have to still have some risk, but it just has to be positioned the right way in the plan. Okay. That was number three. Final one, picking a retirement date. If mm-hmm. anyone is movable without maybe as many consequences, maybe it's this one. Maybe. Right. Yeah. And there's, there's always let's levers. At, let's look at both sides of this. Okay. Yeah. There's always levers to move in your plan. And this is one of them, right? Is when do I retire? You know, um, 
again, run the math up front to figure out what that looks like for you. And I always start the the, the question with a client is what what is the date? If you had to pick a date that, hey, this is what I'd love to do. Let's do it. Let's, right. let's put that number in there to see if it works. And, and if it works great, now, you know, not to say that it's in the plan and that's when you have to retire, but now, you know, hey, if if 60 was my age or whatever it is, and and you wanted to retire at 60 and the, and the math works, that doesn't mean you have to pull the plug at 60. No, you've done. got the data. Yeah. Now working beyond 60 is up to you. you right. know, now you, you have a lot of flexibility. And I've worked with clients a lot of times on this where it just gives you a whole new aspect and outlook on, on even work. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, it's not like retire it's now. Not okay, as, so, it's not as bad as I thought it was. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah. so I mean, if, if, you know, hey, if it gets too stressful or something happens at work and the environment just changes management, whatever, you know what? I'm good. I'm just going to pull the plug and be out. But with the pandemic, I mean, we've seen a lot of that shift too, where people have moved their dates out. Not nothing wrong with that, but because their work environment has changed and now they can work from home. It's like, yeah, well, I can do this for a I couple do, more yeah. years. It's, you know, especially during the pandemic, what am I going to do anyways? I can't travel. So let's go ahead and push it out. Right. You know, so it's the, the, the retirement date is one that can be a little bit flexible. Well, now um, let's, let's talk about the opposite side of that real fast. Yeah. But if you're working for Ford or GM or something like mm-hmm. that, and you do go ahead and put your paperwork in, well, then that's not something, right? So if you make that mistake right. and you do file or you do go ahead and put all that stuff in, you know, in any, any job, there's a good chance you can't change your mind after you've oh, started that. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. So the retirement date is something that, that should be picked based on a plan. Yeah. Running right. the math. Don't, don't, please don't do that and, you know, go in and file for the retirement paperwork at your company and then go and decide go, to talk to a financial I'm advisor. I'm sorry, and say, I'm wrong. Hey, hey, you know, I just did something. I retired. Uh, yeah. Can we run a ma- run the math and see if this works? I yeah, mean, please yeah, don't. you're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you could be okay. Who knows? But, you know, right. you might find out that ah, that wasn't the right decision. Maybe you should have waited a couple of years. You know, you're not going to get the position back in the same pay and blah, 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 10 year and the seniority right. and all that kind of right. stuff. So it's like, just find the information out. There's no, there's nothing wrong with finding everything out, retiring and going, yeah, yes. I, from the boredom factor going, yeah, this was my fear. I'm bored. What mm-hmm. do I do? Okay. But financially you're still secure. So now it's just, I'm bored. Let me go find something that I want right. to do versus, oh crap, I retired and I'm bored and I'm broke. Right. 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 That's not the one you want. And to me, the, the, the whole key with this is have that plan up front. I mean, I, I work with clients all the time on this that have come through a class and, you know, we talk about the planning process and retirement and, and, and they start looking at it and thinking, well, you know, I'm, I'm two or three years out. So I, I think I'm right. too early to, to look at that. Yeah. And my answer to them is no, not really. You're in a perfect position to look at that because yeah. let's run the math and, and get your plan in place. Looking at two years out as retirement date. Yeah. Five now, now we know, is that the right date? Number one, can it work? And maybe today's the day it can work today if you wanted. Sure. But now you don't have to worry the next two years thinking, oh, oh, maybe I need to work a little bit longer or you know this or whatever your scenario is. Know the math, know the numbers behind it. Now you can retire on your time when it when you're yeah, ready to do it and the plan says it can work. That's like finding out cake doesn't have any calories in it. That's pretty that's awesome. Right. Right? You told me you baked this without any calories. That's right. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> awesome if you go in and you're like, oh, yeah. well, I can retire. Sweet. Right. That'd be yeah. kind of like a little lottery, really, if you want to be, you know, more right. serious about it. Cause it's like, oh, great. I, I have a plethora of options. And again, we talk about this all the time on the show. So it's a matter of, 
you know, whatever the topic is, and this this week it happens to be moving these goalposts. Mm-hmm. And in a tough year, I get it. It makes it a little more easy to have these maybe rational or maybe not rational conversations with yourself about right. why you should push things off. But before you go and blow up everything, just double right. check, right? Just rerun the numbers, sit down, get a second opinion, whatever it is that you need to do, just yeah. to see if before you make those moves, it's worth it's worth the risk. Yeah, and and I mean, we've talked about the planning process before. Of, you know, don't don't get caught into it thinking either that hey, this is this is it, it's locked in stone. Yeah, and we're not saying that you can't change some of these things in the plan in these goalposts either. I'm just saying if you're going to change a a goalpost, a retirement date, whatever it is know the math behind it, understand how does this work? Should I, can I, you know, what, how does it play out in my scenario before making the wrong decision without the right information? So and maybe that, feel that's it, really to me with the whole goal of it is have the information before you make that decision. Yeah. And, and maybe a good question is, is how does it affect others? Right. As well. Yeah. So yep, absolutely. That, how does it affect the spouse? How does it affect the kids? Whatever. Yep. You might say, well, I don't, kids don't matter about my retirement, what they may, right? Just your legacy, whatever the case is, right? So just, just roll those questions around before you do, you know, any goalpost moving and then check it with the math and just make sure. Like I said, a lot of these, a lot of these, if you put them into play uh, or you do something, you maybe can't undo them. So you just want to make sure you do the right. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's it. That's going to do it this week for the podcast. As always, thank you for your time. As I said earlier, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple or Google or Spotify or YouTube. Just hit the uh, thumbs up and the subscribe button, whatever. Every app's got something different. Usually it's like a heart uh, or a thumbs up or something like that. And uh, we'll catch you next time here Uh, for Phil. Appreciate your time as always, buddy. All right. I appreciate you. Have a good week. You too. uh, For Phil, I'm Mark. As always, we'll see you next time on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.